So, I'm going to start this episode off with a bit of a question. A question that I'm sure some of you may have. If you don't have it, I encourage you to listen to this episode anyway, because it helps me out. But, the question I have for you is, what is this mystical cyberspace where hackers dwell, investigators investigate, and privacy punks hide? And I've, I've been asked this question in many different ways, and a lot of people, you know, think of old school IRC chats, and the dark web, and Tor, and, and the deep web, and, and things like that, and there's a lot to this. And on top of just those things that I've mentioned, there are a lot of interesting individuals in this deeper part of understanding in in the internet there's a lot more to just your surface web stuff like facebook reddit and instagram and tiktok there's so much more to it and that's what this episode is about is digging into that so that way you understand where we are coming from in the rest of this podcast and where our minds are and what we're talking about this is helping you guys get a, a good understanding of it especially for those of you that may not have an understanding of it so i've asked the question and now i'm going to try to answer the question for you and i'm going to start off with with something that's a a part of what i just said and it is it could be a little um a little touchy at times and i may receive a little bit of heat for it but you know what oh well um so we have the surface web we have the deep web, and we have the dark web. These are com- three completely different things, but they are all attached to one another. And you may be saying, and I get this all the time, well, isn't the deep web and the dark web the same thing? No, it is not the same thing. It is far from being the same thing. So we're going to start this off by talking about the surface web, and it's something I'm sure most of you are familiar with if you're listening to this podcast you're on the surface web right now the surface web covers your your basic search engines it covers your basic websites your mainstream stuff i'm talking discord and reddit and tiktok and instagram your major social media sites your dating sites your blog posts and, th- and things like that Th- those are your basic surface web parts of of the internet you know if you can just search it up real quick and and get a quick wikipedia answer or you can type it into google asking a question you know you're gonna get some surface web results and that is a pretty big majority of the internet just right then and there um now now that being said i need to to touch on some things about the deep web and the dark web the deep web and the dark web are two different things. We need to, to really drill that into your head. The deep web is a combination of all these surface web websites or servers online that are unaccessed. It, it's it's all the, the deep data that's stored online. That's what consists of the deep web. And the deep web is not this dark corner of the internet where all these hackers and and pedophiles and hitmen and credit card markets hide, you know. The deep web is, is the things we don't get to access usually by 
just simply searching it up on Google. We're talking all of your stored data when it comes to the data they collect from social media sites and things like that. It's where all of the major data is stored. It's where servers are being hosted for various things that we don't get to see. Uh, your Call of Duty servers, your gaming servers, all of, all of these things are stored in what's called the deep web. And that's what builds up most of the internet. And Amazon services, their, their server hosting platforms host of host a lot of that and, and consists of a lot of that but the important thing is is that the deep web and the dark web are two vastly different things now i'm going to explain the dark web a little bit the dark web is this little corner on the internet it's a little a little dark shady corner accessed by this crazy tool that only the special of the special apparently have access to you know the best of the best isn't that what they say in the movies it's this special tool called tor now i hope you know by now i was being sarcastic and you're gonna have to get used to that with this podcast because tor is not some super secret special tool anyone can download it um i believe it's available tor browsers and and onion browsers and things like that are available on almost all devices i know you can get it on orbot on android we can get it on linux you can get it on windows mac all sorts of things but let me explain to you what tor is so you know how to access the in quotation marks dark web as they call it um tor is 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 was a government project made for private communications so that way covert ops and and the military and spies and whatnot could communicate anonymously in the field and not have to worry about encryption being breaking broken or them being tracked down for anything and eventually it got out i don't know the full story behind that i would be more than happy to do an entire episode dedicated to tour but Tor allows you to access the dark web, and it does that by jumping you on a series of what's called Tor nodes, or proxies, some people call it, and it it jumps your computer to another computer, and then that to another computer, and then that to another computer, and then another one, and then to the desired website link that you would like to go to. But to access this dark web, you can only access it if you're on the Tor network. So you use Tor to access what are called onion links. Onion links, you can find them all over the internet. There are tons of websites dedicated just to giving you onion links and keeping you updated. Some places I like to go to access this dark web are are some Discord servers where people share information and share what they find. Reddit is a great place. There are tons of websites dedicated to it. I believe there are even some wiki pages, but don't quote me on that. But there are tons of places where you can get these .onion links and use Tor to access it. Now, I'm not telling you to go access Tor. That is a whole nother episode and tutorial in and of its own to access it safely. It can be a dangerous place. But the dark web does not consist of... of 90% of the internet as you see in social media posts and what people talk about and 
I've even heard it in some podcasts, and it, it drives me crazy. It's, it's a very small corner of the internet, and mainly it consists of chat rooms. It consists of some dark markets. The Silk Road was run on tour. Alpha Bay was run on tour. Bitcoin was originally used on these dark markets on tour. Those, those were some of its first spots where it really popped up and began being used. And that's what really originally boosted the price. But I'm not going to get into crypto. I'm not a crypto genius by any means. I would not take my financial advice for... You couldn't pay me to take my own financial advice. I suck at finances. Um, but that's a little bit past the point. But yeah, the dark the dark web is 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 a small corner of the, the internet consisting of those things, and it is full of a lot of scams as well. You know, new things pop up, new websites, these hitman websites. You know, I would bet my life on that most of them are fake. They're not real. They're not going to actually put a hit out on anybody. Most of the time, I haven't heard of any actual ones, and and a lot of these darknet creepy pastas and dark web creepy pastas that you read online, those are fake as well. That's a huge misconception. Most of that stuff doesn't happen. If you're hiding properly, you know they're not gonna sit there and watch you. Now, there are ways that you can be tracked through the dark web. There are are ways where people can hunt you down through the dark web if you're not hiding anonymously and and utilizing the right tools in your toolkit to access access these onion links and things like that but you know the dark web is used for a lot more than just cyber criminals it's used for journalists it's used for military personnel it's used for all sorts of of people using tor to just keep their communications private and i believe that's a right we all have so that being said, we're going to get into to a, a few other hot topics here in just a moment. And I'm going to be talking about some common individuals in cyberspace that we all need to be made aware of. This is the part of the podcast that I would like to start answering some of your questions or giving some of your tips and tricks or anything you have to say to us. Any stories you may have or anything like that. I have dedicated a section in the middle of my podcast where I would love to engage with you guys and talk to you guys and read some of the stuff you would like to send me or anything like that. It's not a very long part of the podcast, but if you have anything that would be fun and exciting to share with us and engage in the community and give to the community and, and help out, remember, we're all just one big community, so so that's a word I love to stress is community. So this is a, a part of the podcast that I would love to just give back to the community and give you guys an opportunity to give back. So. If you do send anything in, I really appreciate that, and thank you. If you don't, it's on you. It's not on me, but I would love to hear from you guys, hear what you have to say and anything like that. But let's get back to our original scheduled programming. So now we're going to go over common individuals that you will come across in this mystical world of cyberspace that I have talked 
so much about and a place that I personally love. So we're going to start these off with some, some simpler people that you're going to come across and then we're going to work our way up to the more major players in cyberspace. So the first person we're going to talk about in this little segment here is going to be the user. And, and this is the average user. It, it is in the name. When I was writing this down, I couldn't come up with a great name, so I just did user. And so uh, this is going to be the user. This is your, you know, nobody or your average Joe or Joanne. This is your, your guy or girl who just watches YouTube, watches Netflix, doesn't really care much about the capabilities of the internet, your average guy. Most of us, not all of us, of course, but most of us, you know, our parents, our grandparents, the people who don't really care about privacy, don't really care too much about what the internet can do, could live without it, and most of them couldn't live without it as time goes on. But, I mean, they could, but they find it very difficult. I would probably find it very difficult myself. But these are your common people, you know, the people that I... 100% all the time try to explain why they should take their privacy seriously and they give me the well I have nothing to hide why should I take my privacy seriously why should I take my security seriously what's the worst that can happen I'm not breaking the law or hiding from the government so what's the worst that can happen and that is an entire episode in and of itself but these, these are your average people you know these are the the regular people the, the next person we're going to talk about is going to be the profiter. Now, now the profiter is much like the user. A lot of times doesn't care too much about privacy and, and things like that, or security. And, and some of them do, and I commend to those that do. <clears throat> but, but the profiter are, are the content creators. These are the website businesses, the people that make money from the average user. Um, as I go go along down this line, you know, some of these could fall under the profiter category, but I would like to to make profiter its own category. These are your your people that sell your data, or your companies, or or your advertising companies. Google itself, uh, every YouTuber that's making money is considered a profiter, in my opinion. Uh, your content creators, I think I mentioned that already, the TikTokers. I, I guess I would fall under a profiter. I'm not making any money at the time of this recording, although that would be wonderful. That would be really wonderful. Uh, getting paid to uh, make podcasts about a subject I love talking about, that'd be great. But I'm getting off, off track here, and you'll find I do that quite often. But the profiter is, you know, the person that's getting paid to make content for you guys, sell you things, taking your money. If you're paying on the internet in any way, or even if it's free on the internet, usually somewhere down the line, someone is making money. If you are the... If it's free, then you're the product. Always remember that. That's a very important point I should I should bring up. And something you should remember later down this series. The next person we're going to talk about are the 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 hackers. These are the guys, and and I must stress this enough, and I plan on pro making my next episode about this. Hacking is not a bad thing. It is never a bad thing. Hacking is a completely legal thing. It's the people that take those skills and use them for bad 
that make it into a bad thing and give us all a very bad name. And I really, really hate it. Hollywood has only instigated it. You know, these are your... But the, the hackers are really the people that can keep the internet running. Your penetration testers, your red teamers, your blue teamers, you know, the guys that are creating the internet, that are building these websites, the guys that are thinking outside the box to do things. Uh, another category under hackers would, would probably be your developers, the guys that are building the internet and building technology and, and working very hard. And, and these people take things more seriously. Um, a quick side note, a hacker, again, is not a bad thing. It, it is people who think outside the box to solve a problem in a way you wouldn't relatively solve it normally. Um, that that's part of hacking. You got to kind of hack it together. I always make the joke with my wife when she can't figure something out or how to do something, you know, and and it's it's really frustrating and I take a look at it and I'm like, "Well, you won't be able to do that in a normal way. I might just have to hack something together and I'll just take random things throughout the house or if it's on her computer or my computer, we'll we'll just we'll figure something out. We'll just make it work. We'll make something do something that it wasn't supposed to originally do to solve a problem. And, and engineers are, are going to be your best hackers. But, but yeah, that, these are going to be your hackers and, and, and your developers, the guys that are building the Internet, testing the Internet, making sure everything's working, keeping your websites up. And, and these are a very, very big and vital part of, of the Internet. And some of these guys can be bad. I, I, I do need to stress that. And some of these people can be bad, and you do need to watch out. And these these are called black hatters. Me personally, I am a hundred percent white hat. I I don't do anything sh shady. Well, I reckon you could say some of the things I do are shady, but I try to stay within my legal boundaries. But but these bad the bad guys that you hear of the 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 people that decided to steal the name hacker are are these black hats and these bad people that Hollywood paint as as terrible human beings that steal your credit card information. Um, now, another very, very important part of the internet that, personally, I can't stand. It drives me crazy. It 100% makes me want to pull my brain out. And these are the trolls and the script kitties. Now, now, the trolls, I don't give a shit about. I, I really don't, you know? There are going to be trolls and everything. That's, that's been there since the beginning of time. People are just going to tease people. It doesn't affect me. I get troll comments all the time on TikTok and things and Instagram saying just some bogus crap, looking just to instigate something. I don't understand it, but I mean, if that's your thing, if that's what gets you off, buddy, go for it. Every guy's got a thing. Every every human's got a thing. If that's what gets you off, go for it. Um, but something else I mentioned are, are the script kitties, and these are going to be your your fake hackers. These are going to be your people with that anonymous is the best thing ever mindset, and the people that download a DDoSing tool like Ional Orbit Orbit Orbital Cannon, something like that. I don't know. I don't use it. I've heard of it. Um, it's apparently a, a DOSing tool, and they say I'm DDoSing, but they're not DOSing. They're just, or D, they're not DDoSing. They are just DOSing. There's no di distributed part of that. Um, and they think they're doing something good, but oh, there's my cat. She is clawing at me, trying to get up in my lap. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, the, these are your your people that that really 
don't know what they're talking about, but pretend like they do know what they're talking about. And and I want to stress something here. There is a difference between a script kitty and a green hat. And a green hat is someone that is new to this cyber field and wants to learn, is willing to learn, is willing to do things to learn. Um, oh, my cat is right back up here. I am... Un, un, I'm not editing this very much, so you guys are just going to hear about my cat here. A little bit of a side note. She loves to get in my lap. Um, send me a message or leave me a comment on TikTok. A bit of a side note if you want to see more of my cat. She is great. Her name is Lennox. But past that, um, the, the script kitties are people that pretend like they know a lot about the internet and, and really don't. But the, the green hats are the people that are new to the game. You know, they're they're... Their new blood is what they they're called, and they're willing to learn. They're willing to put time into things. They're willing to try to understand, and eventually they're going to be top of the line people if they keep pushing at it. But but there's a difference between a green hat and a script kitty, and and a bit of a story for you. When I was in high school, there was there was a kid, and I'm not going to mention any names, but we're going to name him. We're going to name him Jonathan. And Jonathan decided to open up command prompt on a school computer, change the color to green, and type in the word tree and say he was hacking everybody. And I called him out on it. He got very upset. But the thing is, that that is script kitty behavior. Doing things like that and acting like you know a lot about it is script kitty behavior. And it's it's really hated, and it gives us all a bad name. But But yeah, the trolls and the script kitties... Those are, unfortunately, a part of the internet. So if you come across them, choose to ignore them. They're, they're script kitties, a lot of times, will just learn what they have to learn to get one little thing done, and that's it. You know? They're not concerned with anything else, and then they just want to look cool and get the bragging rights. We're going to move on to another part of the internet, and this is... This is Kind of where I fall under. I think I fall under, I reckon, the, the hackers, the white hat side of things. And, and this next one is the investigators, the OSINT guys. These are the guys that pull things together in the internet. They use the internet to investigate things. They use the internet to, to piece things together, to solve things, to look further into things, to exploit loopholes. These A lot of these guys can be your social engineers. These guys are some of the... The, the guys that are trying to solve something. And, and OSINT is, is what this is called, but OSINT stands for Open Source Investigation, or Open Source Intelligence Techniques. I don't know why I said investigations, but it's Open Source Intelligence Techniques. And Michael Basil is a great example of this, and he has another podcast that you guys should totally go check out. It's the Privacy, Security, and OSINT, OSINT Show. I listen to it every Friday. And shout out to you, Michael, if you want to do anything with me that'd be awesome um but and i have your book you guys should totally go check his book out if you're interested in osint um one of the first books i bought when i was getting into this and i've bought every edition since um but yeah your osint investigators and, and things like that those are the guys that are piecing together things on the internet you know your public sites your data sites your breach data things like that and hold on to that word breach data that goes along with our next one the data brokers these are the guys that are tied with Google, tied with Facebook, tied with Snapchat, uh, Discord, Reddit. Anybody, any website that is free for you to use usually makes you the product. And what I'm trying to say here is they are selling your data. And it goes along with the, the OSINT investigators. If you know where to look in the right places, 
you can get this data. And it's part of what I do for work, but um, that's, that's past the point. But the data brokers are the people that are selling your data. These are the people that are collecting your data and reselling it to, to bidders and, and other people search sites and all sorts of stuff, and advertisers especially. They definitely sell to advertisers. And that's why you'll get on your phone and you'll see something you were talking to your, your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or whoever may be around you. And you'll, you'll be talking about, like, um, Energizer batteries. And you'll get an ad for Energizer batteries on your phone. You're like, what is this? Well, this is the data brokers. They are selling your data. You may have texted about it on Facebook to your friend, and then you see an ad for it on Facebook. They are selling your data to advertisers. Those are your big data brokers. And the thing is, it's perfectly legal. When you ch check that little box that says... Yes, I agree to the terms and services. That's what you're agreeing to on these free sites. And it's it's not great business practices to do that, I don't think. But, you know, that's the price of being free. The, the next type of, of person you're going to find on the internet, or you're really not going to find on the internet, is going to be... Your privacy punks and your your privacy nerds. These are the guys that take their privacy super seriously, and and I try to take my privacy very seriously. But but some of these guys, kudos to them. They are taking things very seriously. They don't want to be found. They don't want anyone to find them ever. And and they're these are the guys using Graphene OS. If you don't know what that is, I'll be more than happy to uh, answer some questions about that. It's a open source Android. Uh, operating system you, you put it on i put it on my google pixel 3a and it, it keeps you pretty much very very private you do have to to take some measures on that it's de-googled but anyway these are your guys that they don't sign up for social media sites and stuff unless they're using an anonymous name and in a completely anonymous way you know these are guys that don't want their data going to data brokers or a, a government or a nation state or anything like that these are the hiders, and a lot of times they hide right in plain sight. A lot of times you're not going to find them. You can keep digging and digging and digging. You're not going to find them. And and kudos to them. I completely agree. Privacy is a, is a right that all citizens should have, especially in, and I live, like I think I've mentioned before, I live in the U.S., and that, that is a fundamental right. Privacy is a fundamental right, and we should fight for that. We should come together and fight for that. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you are or who you were. Privacy is your right, and you have that right. And we should all come together for something like that. Um, lastly, the, the last kind of person, and if I've missed a few, please feel free to, to shout me out, let me know, and I'll, I might talk about it. You know, I have put a segment in this show where I would love to answer your questions, or if you have a great idea or something, you know, or you want to share something with with us, please feel free. Let me know, and I will do everything I can. If 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 it's good, you know, if you're just gonna send some hogwash crazy stuff, I'm not going to I'm not going to mention that at all. But if you're sending quality stuff that I think is great and should be shared, please send it in. But but lastly, as I was saying, the last person are, are the techs. And these are your IT guys. These are your network admins. These are the guys that run the internet, that keep the internet up. These are your, your server hosting guys. These are the people that literally build and, and keep up the internet. These are the mechanics of the internet. These are the guys that make sure it's running, it's on, nothing's going to happen to it. 
uh, making sure your computer is good, and and these are the guys you'll find which right there, right beside the developers on Stack Overflow. It's just the truth. Um, but these are these are the guys that keep everything good, and kudos to them. We we need more of them, as as we drift into a technological era where it's becoming more and more of our lives. We need more IT guys. We need more more people in the field of IT and cybersecurity and 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 a lot of these. We need more more investigators. We need more more privacy advocates. We need more IT guys, network admins, Cisco admins, whatever they are that if you're in the IT field, we need more of you. And these are the guys that hold us all together. So kudos to them. If you know anybody, you know that's that's in the in that field, buy them a coffee because you have no idea what they have to go through. Before I got into OSINT, I was an IT guy and that crap sucked. Like it sucked. I loved it. I still love it and I love the feeling of taking something apart and fixing it or or making sure some a network is staying up or whatever they would have us doing. I loved it, but it is a very frustrating work especially when you have stupid people breaking things that shouldn't be broken the way they did it. If you're in IT, you know what I'm talking about. But uh yeah, that that's 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 going to wrap up this episode. And I really hope you guys like this. This is the first real episode episode. I know I've released episode 1 already, but that's a bit of an introduction to the show and this is the first episode episode. Um please guys send me some stuff in dm me you can find me on tiktok you can find me on instagram shout me out dm me talk to me engage with me if i said something wrong you know i'm willing to fact check myself and if i said it wrong i'll I'll admit hey i was wrong about that you know this is a community and we all need to work together to make the internet a safer place to make the internet a more knowledgeable place to 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 give this knowledge to all of you guys. And that's what I'm just trying to do here. And and please, just engage in the community. Help one another out. If you if you know the answer to a question and you're on my Instagram or my TikTok and you see someone that's asked that question, feel free to answer it, you know? There are a lot of times that I, I don't look at those things. Like, I, I try to look at every single comment, but there are a lot of times that I am involved in my own personal life and I'm not looking at those things. And it's going to be a while before I get the chance to sit down and go through everything. If you see it, go ahead and answer it. You know, that's what we're about. We're a community. We need to help each other and thrive off one another. Look, most of the people in this community, we don't care what you are. It doesn't matter to us. All you, all we see is a, a username. And that's it, you know. So, or maybe a profile picture if you have one up. That's all we see. We don't care what you are. As long as you're engaging with us, you're helping us figure things out and make everything a bit of a safer place and and pass the knowledge around, that's what it's all about. I hope you guys like this show, and I hope wherever you are today, you are having a fantastic day. I hope you have the fantastic rest of your day, and you just keep pushing forward. If you're going through anything, you know, reach out to a friend, or if you don't have a friend, just keep pushing. You're going to get there. You're going to make it. If you're just getting into this, keep pushing. You're going to make it, I promise. I hope you guys have a fantastic day or night or wherever you are, and stay safe. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah,